I'm Maria, and welcome to the 3L podcast series, Limited Liability Leadership, Raising the Bar in Leading the Bar. Thanks for checking out our upcoming limited podcast series developed and produced by Class 8 of the W.N. Reese Smith Jr. Leadership Academy Program of the Florida Bar. Hi, this is the Florida Bar Limited Liability Leadership, Raising the Bar and Leading the Bar podcast, where we'll discuss the Leadership Academy experience. My name is Randy Cates. I'm a lawyer with the federal government, and I'm a member of Florida Bar Leadership Academy Class 8. Today, I'll be your host discussing the experience of past Florida Bar Leadership Academy fellows. I'm excited to announce our four featured guest speakers in alphabetical order, who I'll now ask to introduce themselves, starting with Judge the Honorable Maisha Darrow. Good afternoon, and thank you for having me here, Randy. Um, like you stated, my name is Maisha Darrow, and I am a county court judge in the civil division in Miami-Dade County. Thank you, Judge Darrow. Next is Nick Harris. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Nick Harris, Leadership Academy Class 4. I'm the LGBTQ consumer advocate to Commissioner Nikki Freed. First time we've had a position like this in our state. I'm incredibly excited to be here. Thank you. And now I'll turn it over to Dale Knoll to introduce himself. Good afternoon. Thank you, Randy. Yes, my name is Dale Knoll. I am a partner at Ackerman LLP. I practice trust and estates litigation and guardianship, and I am a proud uh, former member of, of the Leadership Academy and an ongoing uh, advocate for the Academy. And last but not least is Alice Sum. Hello and thank you. Uh, so my name's Alice Sum. Uh, I am a trial attorney with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission Division of Enforcement, and I am a proud uh, member of Class Two. That's a good point, Alice. So what class was, was everybody? And I'm in our uh, the pandemic class, Class Eight. But how about everyone else? I know Maisha and Dale were in the same class. Mm-hmm. Class Six. Dale and I we were both <laughs> yes. in Class Six. <laughs> class Six. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And Nick, how about you? Uh, I shared our class four. So um, what you can't see because we're voices that Maisha did like raise the roof. I'm going to raise the roof for (laughs) class four. Um, I I love my my classmates. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here today, everybody. Uh, We really appreciate it. And I think this is a very useful podcast with with a lot of information to get through in in a very brief period of time that we have here. And we wanted to focus on their Leadership Academy experience, specifically your experience during the academy and how it's helped you after. So let's just start with a with a quick question. When reflecting on your leadership academy experience, what are the one or two words that you would use to describe it? I have two: um, camaraderie um, and springboard. Excellent, Nick. I'm going to say life changing. You know, I call these people my siblings. So for me, it really I count on them now. Continue to ever since I left the class. So life changing for me. And, and Nick, I think you, you shared with me when we were preparing for this, that there's a group chat as well, that your Leadership Academy class speaks with each other and helps each other out. And- Absolutely. That WhatsApp uh, ended the day. I think we started it while we were during, in Leadership Academy because we chat during our, our classes. But we I, they're in that message right now. When I get off of here, there will be messages. And so we all continue to keep in contact, celebrate birthdays, plan trips to see one another. Um, so it's, it's amazing. We still all stay in contact very closely. What are your words, Judge Darrow, that that come to mind? Hmm. I think of family 
and definitely support system. I think similar to what Nick said, everyone is so supportive and I know, Rainy, you are doing this during this pandemic, so it's virtually. But, you know, being there in person, interacting with each other, you know, sharing stories, experience in life, it just brings you so much closer together. And I just feel like even since, and I know Dale probably feels the same way, since we've left, people, everyone has been so supportive of each other. It's a great networking uh, system. So definitely those. Excellent. Dale, what do you think? Uh, The two words that come to my mind are opportunity and generosity. And what I was most struck with was um, when I say generosity, when we went to each city and I'm very sorry that Randy, your, 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 your experience is a little different, but each city that we went to, the community leaders would come and, and volunteer significant amounts of time. And you could tell that they were generally genuinely excited to be teaching us and learning with us and experiencing with us. And I thought that was really great opportunity. Excellent. It's, Sounds amazing. So I look forward to experiencing that uh, <laughs> after the pandemic ends and meeting more of meeting more of uh, my class. Yeah. But you know, you all touched upon uh, about the Leadership Academy and how special it is to you. What do you think are some of the things that you got out of your your Leadership Academy experience that you would want to share with other people? I will be honest. For me, it for sure brought me closer to the Florida Bar. I was not an attorney who, you know, I would hear about meetings and I was like, yeah, I'm not actually going to a Florida bar meeting. That's sad to say before I did it or really participated in committees. And so not only does the program pour into you, but they also make clear why your voice is needed and also assist you in becoming active within the Florida bar. So I'm really thankful for that. And again, the relationships that it helped me develop. Uh, that have helped me in my career, helped me personally, the friendships that I maintain from it. So I think there's so much value in continuing this program because it, it does bring you closer to your profession. Alice, do you have any thoughts on that? Absolutely. Um, I would say the the mentorship and support. Uh, so one of what I at least personally consider the ironic things about uh, being part of Leadership Academy is that it does such a thorough job of educating you about opportunities within the bar. I actually didn't know what I wanted to do after I graduated um, and uh, floated around a little bit until I focused and and settled on a couple of things that um, interested me in particularly uh, as far as committee work. Uh, And ultimately, uh, that helped me create relationships and uh, steered me in the direction where I decided that I wanted to uh, have a greater role um, in the leadership of the, the bar. And that's what ultimately led me to, to run for serving as a member of the uh, Board of Governors. And I'm also, uh, through the encouragement of others, uh, a member of uh, my circuit JNC, um, and as that's as a, a bar appointee. Uh, and without the encouragement and the support of, of folks in uh, in the bar, uh, I don't think I would have arrived at, at that particular uh, destination. Judge Darrow? Similar to Nick and what Alice has said, Randy, um, just the encouragement. I know we t- um, they expose you to the Florida Bar, the different committees, the leadership positions that are available. But they also, too, talk about being leaders throughout the state of Florida as well. So I didn't become a leader in the Florida Bar, but I did become a judge. We had a lot of judges from all over the state that came out and spoke to us and encouraged us and talked about the importance of diversity and inclusion, even on the bench in the state of Florida. And so that's where my encouragement came from. And it was very supportive after making a decision to pursue that. How about you, Dale? 
I would say, I mean, similar to what, what the others have mentioned, um, just the, the network that I've built and, and realizing the, the depth of opportunities that the bar has, uh, I was able to, even within my own firm, um, deepen some relationships with people who, oh, you're on leader, you know, you're in the leadership academy. That's great. Or you're, or you're applying. How can I help you? And I've been able to build relationships with people, you know, across, across the state and even within my own firm and other offices that now they know and they, they, they know my name and, you know, we chat, we're Facebook friends, we, we, we stay connected and it's been a really good opportunity. I think it's no coincidence that everybody keeps coming back to and, and, and every answer that I think everyone's given is, is the relationships, the importance of the relationships that you forge, that you make in the Leadership Academy and, and how really critical that is to the experience. Um, based on these relationships, my next question is, were you able to leverage your experience in, in, in relationships to help you or help others in some way? I know when we were talking about preparing for this, Judge Darrow, uh, you shared with me and also Dale did as well, that you were able to get all of your Leadership Academy classmates when you were applying to be a judge to, to, to Governor DeSantis to write letters in support of yourself. And I thought that was a really interesting and, and fascinating mm -hmm. and, and quite smart way to leverage that experience. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that specifically, mm -hmm. and then I would love to hear about from other people how they were able to leverage the experiences for themselves or for mm -hmm. other folks. Sure. Um, like I said, it creates a great support network for you. And so when I did apply, I through WhatsApp chat, I announced that I'm going to apply and everybody was like, what can I do? Who can I call? Who can I write? And so everyone not even having to be told to do anything when it was prepared to send letters and not even just for me. Um, we've had people uh, that run for judge during the same time I was seeking an appointment. We had someone who was running for judge and someone who was seeking um, to become the state attorney um, in Orlando. All three were very successful and the whole class, you know, jumped on the bandwagon to try to help. Some people wrote letters, you know, for people like me that was seeking an appointment, those who were seeking elections, they went out to help uh, campaign and fundraise. And so it's, definitely a organization that allows you to um, create some new resources and those resources work very well. Alice, do you have some thoughts on, on this? Yes. So I would say um, twofold. Um, I'm cognizant of uh, the idea that uh, you can uh, participate uh, and, and embrace bar service uh, solely as uh, an ends. Uh, and sometimes for those who are in private practice, there's always a question of, you know, is the juice worth the, the proverbial squeeze, right? So I would say um, for me personally, uh, it's been helpful as far as my bar leadership. Um, I was uh, incredibly fortunate to have the support of uh, not just uh, folks from my class uh, when I ran for the Board of Governors, but, you know, from other classes. But on a professional level, uh, both when uh, I used to be in private practice, uh, I did that for 20 years before joining the SEC, uh, I would contact people in different parts of the state that I knew from Leadership Academy to inquire about a particular judge or a local practitioner. And I can say that even uh, today, as I'm at the SEC, uh, I have a case pending uh, in Tampa, and I've reached out to uh, Leadership Academy uh, colleagues uh, to get some insight, tips, et cetera. So I, I think that there's multiple ways that you can leverage it, uh, and ultimately, it's useful. Um, so depending on you know where you are um, in your personal uh, practice, uh, there, there's multiple ways that can help you. That's a really interesting way that you use that, Alice, to, to talk 
to other folks and 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 other classes that that you found helpful as well. I mean, I know personally when I when I've reached out to people for various things and I say that I'm a member of the leadership academy, it's almost like an instant bond and people want to help you. There's an there's almost like a a smile on the other end of the phone. If you you know, I understand you can't see it, but it's it's a instant kind of connection that you have there. So I absolutely understand what you're saying. Nick, do you have any thoughts on this? I can't just keep saying I, I echo what my colleagues have said because I, I think it's true. But I'll, I'll also add this. Part of the work that I do is advocacy across the state. That's not always from a, a legal uh, standpoint perspective. And I've been able to rely on my leadership class, my connections before we're attorneys, we're people, you know, with vast networks uh, all over the state. Uh, they're very diverse. They deliberately pick people throughout the state. And so those are uh, relationships that I rely on as I move politically. The work that I've done, I rely on them. I, I have to give a shout out to my brother from the program, Harold Pryor, who ended up running and is now the Broward County State Attorney. So to just watch uh, even Harold's you know, sent into such a prominent position being the first black elected state attorney in Broward County. You know, I, I was on there when when Harold's making phone calls to our classmates, you know, for support when we're showing up for volunteer hours. So when I just say I, I have found that it's helpful in every way. And, and that's why I talked about earlier, even celebrating you know, births of babies and and graduations and and birthdays and and you name it. And so again, we're people before we're attorneys. And so I've developed uh, more than work bonds, but close friendships. And these are folks I call my siblings. So yes, I call on them all the time in a multitude of ways. Excellent. And and Dale. Well, uh, for me personally, I know that that the Leadership Academy. Um, I, what I took from it and what I've seen is that, um, you know, the people that are selected to be academy members, they're, they're already out there. They're already doers. They're already in leadership positions and um, they have that strive. And I think that the academy sort of uh, gives them an extra boost. And what's nice to see is seeing your classmates, uh, Judge Darum mentioned other people that have run for judge. You see people running for, and, and you've and, you know, being elected to lo local bar leadership positions, uh, you see them becoming partners in their firm or getting other promotions, having, you know, having babies, um, you know, and I took it um, for myself. Um, you know, I'm, I came in through the bar association, through the real property and probate trust law section. And I know that, um, that's one of the largest sections of the Florida bar. And, and I'm on the committee to help pe pick people for a scholarship for the, the academy. And I think that, um, you know, you see people be like you mentioned, Randy, people get excited when you say you're in the academy and watching everybody grow. It's just that little extra impetus for people that are already, I don't want to say type A personality, but there are, there are people that are, that they're already geared towards um, leadership and it's just to take them that next step. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting. And, and we're nearing the end of our, of our time. And I wanted to, uh, before we go into everyone's final thoughts or, or final statements that they want to leave with the podcast listeners, uh, I thought it would be appropriate to ask why should uh, individuals apply for the Leadership Academy? And I know I didn't even really hear about it until I talked to Judge Darrow, and she encouraged me 
to apply to the Leadership Academy. And that's that's where I got my my impetus to to apply. So I think it's sometimes we hear from from alumni. Uh, a, a lot of times we do. But uh, why why what would you say to folks who are considering applying, and why should they apply to the Leadership Academy? I think this program is for everybody. I hear Dale, and I do agree that they have been wonderful in picking folks. I am going to call myself a leader. You all are surely leaders. Uh, they pick folks who are standouts, but I, I also want to be thoughtful about folks trying to find their way. This is your bar. You know, you created. And so I'm big on diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is the committee I joined after I did this program. And I think there's just room for everybody. So if you're a new lawyer and you're trying to find your way, if you're a lawyer who's been practicing for a little bit and you're looking for mentorship, if you want to grow your network, if you want to do real intentional work, then I think this program is for you. Don't worry about what you think the bar is or looks like. The bar is you. And so they need you. And so I encourage absolutely every attorney uh, who's trying to figure it out or who has figured it out and just wants that extra like step up. This is the program for you. I could not be prouder to to have been a graduate and to share spaces like this with you all. I think that's very well said, Nick. Uh, Alice, do you have any thoughts on why sure. folks should apply? Absolutely. So I applied when I'd already been practicing almost 15 years and been involved in other bar activities. Uh, and uh, I already felt comfortable in terms of uh, my activities. But even at that point, I think Leadership Academy taught me so much, uh, not just about the bar and what opportunities exist, but really how to work and collaborate um, even better with, with others. Um, and it created relationships for me statewide that I think amplified my desire to serve, uh, both in my local bars and, and statewide. Uh, and there really is nothing that compares to the, the relationships uh, that you build, not just within your own class, but hopefully for folks like you, Randy, that are, you know, starting uh, in your class and then, you know, living in the pandemic world, um, that anyone who applies and, and they're part of Leadership Academy, their their calls and their emails uh, and reaching out is always welcome um, to across all the classes. Uh, and I encourage people to not just maintain those relationships, but lean on your fellow alumni network. That's great, Alice. What What do you think, Judge Darrow? You You got me to apply, so. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think the program is great for learning about the Florida Bar, um, as simple as that sounds. Uh, I was always involved locally, even in national organizations, but I had never really gotten involved in the Florida Bar to you know, learn who the leaders were, what the committees were. Um, so it's been good for that exposure. And for me, I didn't grow up in Florida. I didn't attend undergrad or law school in Florida. So for someone similarly situated, being in the Leadership Academy is, was like my going to college in Florida. So now I know people all over the state of Florida, no matter where I go, I was limited to South Florida because that's where I was living and that's where everyone is that I knew. And now I know people all over the state of Florida are, yeah. So when I travel or when I can travel again <laughs> and go to different areas, there's always someone to call up in that area to reach out to, to have lunch or grab a drink with or something like that. So I think it's just really good for teaching you about the Florida bar and about the state of Florida and what it has to offer. 
So Judge Darrow, I guess you're an honorary UF and, and FSU grad now? <laughs> Whatever it is where nobody gets upset because it's always the Florida rival school. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I apologize I, I, for I'll any law school. I'll, I'll claim them all. I was about to say, no, FSU will take you, Judge Darrow. You do not want to go to UF. See and I apologize I mean, like... for any law school I didn't mention. <laughs> Dale, how about you? <laughs> so I'll answer in, in two ways. And the first is I want to answer a question that some people thinking about it might be asking is the time commitment. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. It, it, it It's not overly... Um, it's not, it's, it's not too much time. You can, you can maintain your practice and your families and do it. And, and in exchange, um, you have the opportunity to really, um, learn from so many different attorneys who are practiced in so many different areas and in, in so many different roles. And, uh, Nick mentioned about the diversity. There is a, there is obviously the, the bar does a great job of encouraging and looking for diversity within the academy. And there's a focus on that in some of the, the exercises. And I think it's a, it's a critical aspect for everyone to learn about and to participate in and continue the work that you start in the academy and continue that in whatever organizations uh, you're a part of. So I think it, um, that to me is, is the reason that people should apply. And again, you can do it. Excellent points. So before we wrap up formally, does anyone have any closing thoughts they would want to share? Nobody has to, but we're uh, brief closing thoughts. Apply. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. <laughs> now. Okay. So and, apply. And thank you to, to Randy and the, and the current class for this opportunity yeah. to, uh, to encourage people to apply. Yeah, this is awesome. I also want to just say thank you, Alex, for summing up. You don't need to be a new attorney. I was probably dating myself. I'd been practicing 10 years when I did the program. So thank you for sharing that as well. But I will also want to give a shout out to Miss Arnell, who's really the mother of this program and <laughs> um, is is fabulous. So if you want some awesome mentoring within the program, check out Miss Arnell. Miss Arnell is definitely a force. I was just going to emphasize what Nick said, which is very important so that someone doesn't think it's for new attorneys or within your first few years. In fact, um, you have all ages of people that are in the academy class. I remember, I think one time we did a poll, somebody was probably like in the early 30s and somebody was in their late 50s in our class. So it's the whole gamut, range of ages, or ages. So apply. Excellent. So I think it sums it up, apply. And well, I, I think we could talk about this all day and about the leadership and candidate experience and these topics, but I believe that's all the time that we have for today. On behalf of the Leadership Academy Class 8, let me thank our guests for giving their valuable time to speak with us and giving us all a glimpse inside the Leadership Academy experience. And to you, our listeners, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. This will wrap up our discussion of the Leadership Academy experience. Thank you for joining us today and don't forget to check out the other episodes.